Imagine that you're about to board a plane to take a trip. Not a long one, about 50 minutes, give or take a few. Long enough for you to order a coffee or an adult beverage. Your captain is a grade school four square champion and an all-star at UNO. Hailing from Salina, Kansas and residing in Southeast Texas, he will give you his thoughts on music, family, and adventures in life. So sit back and get comfortable. The seatbelt sign is always off. Welcome aboard flight 785. In the words of Drake, if I ain't the greatest, then I'm headed for it. It's Flight 785. My name is Ken Yan. Welcome aboard, guys. Welcome aboard. I'm here with my lovely wife, Carrie. How's it going? Good. Here for another I'm week. I'm glad you're working towards greatness. Yes. Me too. Absolutely. Absolutely, guys. And, uh, you know, every Wednesday by 8 p.m. Central Standard Time in the United States, we post the podcast. So it will be in all your phones by 8 p.m., guys. So, you know, I got a lot of people asking me, when's the show drop? By 8 p.m. on Wednesday, it will be there ready for you. Just as you know that the sun will come out tomorrow, the podcast will be dropped. What are you singing from Annie the play? I I don't know who that is. But anyway, moving on, guys, uh, I've got my lovely wife, Carrie, here. If this is your first time listening, you know, this is just a chill out podcast. You know, it's, it's, it's very entertaining if I do say so myself. And uh, it's a good look, guys. So just settle in. You know, we usually roll about uh, 45 minutes or less. And so, you know, if you're on a commute or something, you know, it's, it's a good look. It's definitely a good look. And so I've got uh, Carrie here. She is eating. Or a, uh, a, or a good listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I'm saying. So anyway, okay. I, what I don't am know what I those eating? Are. She's eating uh, apples. She was eating apples and peanut butter, which is a good yes. tie-in. I had peanut butter this morning, and uh, oh, you know, you? yeah, we're going to talk about peanut butter later on uh, in the in the show. So, which I did not know you were going to be having apples and peanut butter, but guys, uh, you we, know, we always do that. We always like it's a wave. It's a wavelength thing, I guess. <laughs> I, I guess that's what it is. But you know, you know, I'm still traumatized from Saturday, guys. I've got to tell you about what happened Saturday. Yeah, nothing stood out to me. So, well, uh, well, I'm about to tell you. So Saturday, I didn't know about this. Yeah, so Saturday morning, I was sleeping outstanding. You know, I was getting good sleep. Very rarely do I get good sleep, guys. And so I was sleeping great, and then I was, you know, awakened to what sounded I like. I vaguely a, remember I what was, happened. I think. Yes, I was awakened <laughs> to what you know I would describe as a chainsaw. Actually, what it was, it was the mowers. And so the mowers, they come every Saturday or every other Saturday. Uh And, you know, they usually don't get there as early as they do, as they did last Saturday. So I was sleeping. I think when the time changes, I think I figured it out. When the time changes, they start earlier in the morning. Well, that's because we fell back an hour. So it's it's not earlier. Well, I mean, they have less time to mow because they have less daylight. So like in the summer, they Uh start at 9 a.m. But during the winter... Uh, they're going to start at 7.30 a.m. I think it's just that their alarm goes off at the same time, and they're there. So, guys, I was sleeping great. The mowers start, you know, the with their... the time changed the week before. It, it doesn't matter. So, th- they come every two weeks, though. But anyway, let's not get into semantics. And so, you know, so the mowers come. They've got the freaking weed whacker going. Now, my dog, Jackson, is afraid. He's deathly afraid of the mowers. But he wanted okay. to let us know they were there. So, yes. And so, you know, the mowers start blowing the, the you know, the blowers and everything. It scares the hell out of me. I wake up in a daze, like, what is going on? And then I realize that I have a chair that was in the backyard next to the fence that had not been moved. 
So Carrie and we had to pay the mowers, and we had to pay the mowers. So, so let's let's create a picture. Yeah, so I'm the, trying the to the weed whacker goes off, so, and you should see covers were flying. The dog was barking. Yes. It was chaotic. I was grabbing the check so I could pay them. So she goes to grab. She Well, you played by cash. You paid cash, right? Yes, so she, yes. was, she was grabbing details, cash. Details. She was grabbing cash to pay them. And, and so uh-huh. she jumps up. You know, it's, it's craziness. She jumps up. I realize that there's a chair in the backyard. I realize that my portable basketball goal is still in the grass. It needs to be moved. So I jump up. I got to put on my britches. And I gotta, okay? I grab a jacket. So I'm a little bit covered. She grabs a jacket. I couldn't, I couldn't find a robe. She grabs a jacket, runs to the back door, opens the back door, and guess what? The alarm went off. <laughs> the doggone home you, security you think, alarm went off. You think that horn is loud yeah the Our home, security yes. alarm system the home security. can be heard yes like five houses down so it, i'm yeah it's horrifically loud so, the mowers are all looking at me in the backyard i'm in my pajamas hair yeah. sticking up yeah so she's at the backyard i'm at the garage door he's looking at me like I'm at what the, the I'm, heck? I'm, at, I'm at the garage door and there's the keypad right there and i'm like oh yeah i can disarm it well guys i didn't have my reading glasses it took him a while i didn't have my reading glasses guys so the alarm is still going off. I have to go I back figured, to the bedroom. And I'm in the backyard taking care of business, the chair, yes. paying, saying, it's okay. We'll get the alarm. I have to go back and to the other keypad and disarm the alarm. So that was Saturday. That was good Saturday morning. Good thing you're quick on your feet. Talk about they didn't heart alert racing. 911. Oh, right? no, no, no. No, <laughs> I did get an email, though, saying that the central station had not been notified. And, you know, the alarm system was disarmed. Yes. I probably made it in about 29 seconds, though, tell you the truth. I didn't know you were struggling Yeah, like I, that. I fully expected I, to be getting a phone call from the alarm system <laughs> asking me questions about, is everything okay? And then, you know, all of the uh, the Harris County Sheriff's Department, you know, coming to the house, you know, wanted to know what's up. But anyway. So anyway, just so you all know, we did not get to go back to bed. No, uh, no, we didn't get to go back to bed at all, but it's all good. It's all good. So that's that's what we, we were had going wide on. awake after the drama. Yeah, that's that's what we had going on. But guys, I need to uh, tell you guys something real quick. If you guys have kids, you need to check out my man Blake's uh, YouTube channel. He uh, he reviews games and uh, he's a big gamer. So his YouTube channel is B-Boy, B-E-E-B-O-Y. And uh, yeah, he just reviews games like Fortnite and stuff like that. So I've been checking out a couple of the videos. I'm not a big video gamer, but uh, player, but you know, it's all good. I and, think we have a lot of listeners that are though. So right. That's, that's good. Yeah. So check out they the B Boy. Yeah, yeah. Check out the B Boy channel, B E E B O I on YouTube. And also our good friend Don, she has a YouTube channel also called A Woman and Her Grill. Yes. Yes, A Woman and Her Grill. And, you know. We have been friends, me and Dawn, since kindergarten. Day one of kindergarten. Many moons. We shared snack time together. Snack time. And so she is always posting, you know, what she's grilled for the day. And uh, they, they look very good. You know, the food looks really good. And um, it's always entertaining. And there are excellent tips. My dad was a professional barbecue and did barbecuing and barbecue contests. And her tips are on point. So check it out. Check it out, definitely. So uh, that's what we got going on with that. And uh, guess what? You know, I'm always here giving great tips for you guys. Krispy Kreme, Okay. Krispy Kreme is going to debut a caramel glazed donut for the first time ever. 
And it's only for a limited time, guys. Is there apples in it? Uh, please save all your questions until the until the completion. Please. Oh, is this a story? Yeah, yeah. No, it's oh, not really ready. a story. I'm just saying, oh. Krispy Kreme. They're so they're selling a caramel glazed donut. Okay. Okay. And um, yeah, it's, so it's it's coming out. It's only for a limited time through November 22nd. Okay, and they're going to offer a caramel glazed donut and a salted double caramel crunch donut. Okay, basically it's a glazed donut with caramel mixed in. And then the second one is a caramel glazed donut dipped in caramel icing and then topped with a salty, crunchy topping. Like pretzels? Yes, yes, something okay. like that. It won't They won't be pretzels, but will we be going to Krispy Kreme? Carrie, I guess that's the question. Will we be going to Krispy Kreme prior to the 22nd? No, I'm going to save my sweets for Christmas cookies. Uh, Christmas is still, you, listen, don't, listen, do not <laughs> skip Thanksgiving. This is ridiculous. You know what? I've got a bone to pick with all you guys. All you guys that are jumping ahead to he's, Thanksgiving. He, he's very. I mean, to Christmas. Okay. <laughs> do not jump to Christmas. Thanksgiving is not here yet. Okay. It is not here yet. Thanksgiving okay. is extremely important to get in. Do not put up any Christmas trees. Okay. Do not put up any decorations. Well, I was going to mention that hear any Christmas, later. Yeah, I don't want to hear any Christmas music. Okay. <laughs> Today is November 11th, Veterans Day. Shout out to all the veterans. Thank you for what you do. Yes. And, thank uh, you so much. Yeah, absolutely. And, and to the military spouses. And to the military spouses. Uh, yes, absolutely. And dependents, children. Yes, everybody. And, you know... We still don't know who the president is going to be, guys. We still don't know who it's going to be. They're still wrangling about who is going to be the president. So, uh, you know, we wait, you know. In this time of distress, I decided um, the learn something topic is going to be about happiness. Oh, happiness. Okay. Outstanding. Outstanding. So I guess we need to get with the flight plan. Shall we, Carrie? Yes. We shall. So the flight plan for this week. We are going to talk about a wife who was uh, sharing some issues, an issue that she had with her husband. We're going to talk about uh, some men that had some issues at Yellowstone. And we're going to talk about your breakfast choice, you know, uh, revealing some things, what people eat for breakfast. And then we have learned something, right? Yes, I'm totally excited about the breakfast article. Uh, oh. I, that's I will find that interesting. Okay, so what do we got for learning something? The happiness. What do we got? We're going to discuss happiness. And happiness. if you want to celebrate Christmas, then celebrate Christmas. We'll get into that in more details. Okay. But if you're married to Kenyon, do not skip Thanksgiving. No, no, don't, don't, don't skip Thanksgiving. Because that it's creates not good look. his happiness. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so that's what we have going on with the flight plan, guys. So buckle in and uh, we're going to get right to it. So, guys, so this is coming from the mirror. Our good friends across the pond, the mirror. Hello, governor. And so a wife, uh, she has a annoying bathroom habit um, that, well, the, her husband has the bathroom habit, and she's very annoyed. Oh, I was going to say, yeah. women don't have any annoying bathroom habits. Yes, well, anyway, that's that's for another time. <laughs> so a frustrated wife shared a picture of how her husband leaves his wet towel after a shower, shower has been comforted after plenty of people came forward to say that their partner does the exact same thing. I'll say, okay, so the woman, she's uh, lives in Australia, and she posted a photo of Facebook showing, you know, a towel rack yes. in the bathroom with her towel neatly draped over one end and her husband's thrown on and bunched up on the other side. Yes. She captioned the image, you know, the, the picture. It says, hubby's wet towel hanging technique. And, you know, it's just a towel, you know, mangled, you know, and hers all neatly folded. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, you know, 
one person said, uh, commented, she said, uh, the person said, my hubby does that with every single towel in the house. Hand towels, dish drying towels, you name it. It pisses me off. And a second spouse put, my husband hang, you know, my husband hangs washing like this. I like washing towels. Yeah. You know, and they're all jumbled up and it's all matted up. You know, and people, plenty of people said the woman should count herself lucky. That the towel was made to the drying rack at all. Arguing, exactly. Arguing that their partners haven't yet mastered that skill yet. Yes, exactly. I'm so with that. Are you serious? Yes. Are you serious? All these wives are over here screaming and hollering about posting to Facebook about how their husbands don't put the towel on the towel rack the way they want it to be. Are you serious? I would just be happy that it got on the towel rack. Cut it out. Just cut it out, lady. I can't, I can't believe you, Ladies, you mentioned cut it out. this. You know you know what you do. Lady, okay, this isn't about us, okay? I this know, is, but why would you this, mention this? You know this This creates and stirs anger, and it's one of those things. So women, men. Oh, gosh, here we go. You, you have to pick and choose your battles. Uh-huh. I have chosen to default the towel rack battle. This is not about us, guys. I, I'm just... I'm just putting it yes. out there. So another woman said, at least he hung it. As soon yes. as the towel is off my partner's body, it hits the floor wherever he stands. Yeah, I got one of those too. It's, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, really? So guys, I don't see what the problem is. And I will tell you, is every podcast, I have what you call diplomatic immunity, guys, which means I can say whatever I want. So don't email the show, you know, upset about, okay? I can say whatever I want, okay, without Please any fear email of... and tell him how he should properly position his towel when he is done. <laughs> okay, I'm going to tell you how you do it, okay? I'm going to tell... Fellas, I'm going to tell you how you do it, okay? Make it really dramatic, please. No, I'm not going to make it dramatic. This is what you do, okay? You get out of the shower. Do you dry yourself with a towel or you, do you just throw it straight on the ground? It's very rude to interrupt, please. <laughs> you dry yourself off. Okay. Then you throw it down on the ground. And in a you wad. Walk in a wad. Yes. Right yes. where your wife will trip over it as soon as she gets out of the shower. It's correct? Not, it's not my fault. Is, she's, that, is that how it happens? It's not my fault she's clumsy. Okay. It's not my fault that Why she's clumsy. Why should I look for a wadded up towel when I step out of the shower? Why would it not be on the towel rack? I really don't like that while I'm talking. It's oh, I'm so annoying. You know what? This guy, he keeps coming in the studio. Okay. I tell you guys before, I need better security. He's going to get the boot. This guy keeps coming into <laughs> the studio. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. You take the towel, you throw it on the ground, and you walk off. Okay. I don't see a problem with it. I don't know why this lady is complaining on Facebook. Guys, this is the least of my worries. This is why I'm not going to stress over she, it. I'm going to move on. There's needs, other things that need to be addressed she needs, than the towel. She needs to count her blessings is what she needs to do. I do count my blessings. No, no, I'm I not know ta- you're going to I'm I'm come you. by and pick it up and wash it anyway. I, I'm not, so I'm not talking. If that's where you want your wet towels and you want to put them in the washer that way, that's fine. I, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about the story. The okay? Australian it's, lady. Guys, this is the problem, guys. I'm Every, telling her to pick Pick, her, pick and choose her battles. Yeah, and she should be thankful, right? Should she be thankful? She should be grateful. Well, I'm thankful and grateful that you wash your dirty, watered up towels off the floor. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. We're moving on. Okay, guys, this is coming I think from. That's best. This is coming from the Today Show. Okay, the Today Show. Okay, so three men were banned from Yellowstone after trying to cook chicken in a geyser. Oh, hey. Oh, no. Yes. Hmm. Yes. 
Three men have been temporarily banned from Yellowstone National Park after being caught attempting to cook a chicken in one of the park's famous geysers. The incident took place on August 7th, according to a spokesperson for the National Park. A ranger received reports of a group hiking with cooking pots towards the Shoshane Geyser Basin. Mm -hmm. When a ranger found the group, it was discovered that the group had two whole chickens in a burlap sack in a hot spring. A cooking pot was also found nearby. Mm. Yes, so three men of the group, they were charged and pled guilty to to the charges. They pled guilty. You know, they they had to why, plead why guilty. Why didn't they skewer it like a pig roast, you know, and one on each end? <laughs> like, that would have been... First more, of all, you're not look, allowed. It wouldn't look You're not allowed. Listen, you're not allowed to cook food inside a national park. A, you can't have a pig roast. Okay? A chicken roast. It would it, be a chicken you roast. You can't have a chicken roast. Okay. And this is a. Times are tough let me in tell you, 2020. Oh my goodness. Let me tell you they something. They may not have heat sources, and this is nature's heat source. You're I don't understand. You're the type of person. I think it's just using the pots made it look bad. You're the type of person that will get caught doing something like this. I and always that, get caught. And, That's and why that, I can't. And that would be that would be your response. Okay, times are tough. Okay, you cannot in a national park cook chicken. You know, at a geyser at a national park, you cannot do that. All right, I'm glad okay? it's clear, listeners. Yes. Don't, don't do that. So Eric and Dallas Roberts were ordered to serve two days in jail and pay a four hundred fifty dollar or five hundred forty dollars. In fines and fees. It was probably worth it. And the third man, no. No? No. The third man, he paid twelve fifty in fines and fees. So he paid a little bit more. Why? His pot was bigger? I don't know. Okay. I, no. <laughs> All three men were banned from Yellowstone National Park for the next two years while they served two years of unsupervised probation. When asked what they were doing in the park, Eric Roberts, and this guy's old enough to know, he's 51 years old, Okay. Eric Roberts reportedly told a ranger that they were trying to make dinner. That's what he said. Yeah. They were trying to make dinner. Obviously. All I know is you got to be smarter than that. Okay. Yellowstone National Park is home to hundreds of geysers and about 10,000 thermal features. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that, that basin, you know, has several geysers and small springs. And the water temperature for the various features, they range from 180 to 196 Fahrenheit. Okay, but water in hot springs can cause several or severe or fatal burns. And scalding water, you know, is in those geysers. Yeah. And so, you know what? That was I, the risk they were willing to take. Stupid. But Khalid, let me ask Khalid. Khalid, what do you have to say about this? Congratulations. You played yourself. I don't understand it. Moving on. From the mirror, our good friends at the mirror, it says, you know, People who eat peanut butter for breakfast or eat peanut butter, you know, they are passionate Smooth and creamy. They are passionate lovers. Okay. <laughs> That's what it says. Okay. I'm just Smooth and creamy. I'm just okay. Like okay. Guys, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> this is what I'm talking about, guys. She always takes this podcast in a different direction of where it's supposed to be going, guys. I don't know why she always does it. Anyway. George Takai, you come into the studio one more time, you're going to be in trouble. Guys, George Takai. Okay, so, um, you know, they say most of us ha say the phrase that breakfast is the most important meal of the day, right? I agree. And, you know, apparently whether you opt for a super green smoothie, a bowl of cereal, or a piece of toast, you know, it gives insight into your personality and can be very revealing. Okay, so according to new research by Webitix, or Wetabix, 
Those who eat peanut butter each morning are the most passionate lovers. But if you reach for the Marmite instead, you're more likely to be well-read, while those who just have a cup of tea are more likely to earn a lot of money. Now, mar- Marmite. Is mar- that jam jelly? No, it's not jam or jelly. It's um, it's nasty stuff. It uh, <laughs> it's got the the consistency. So I guess we're not well looks, read. Well, you know, people in in Great Britain they eat different things, uh-huh. and so this this Marmite stuff is basically it, it has a very distinct flavor. Okay, and it's is it salty. It, no, it's uh, it's like a yeasty, salty soy sauce flavor, mm. and I guess the Brits they love it. And so, you know, yeah, the Brits, the Brits, they love it. So, so what's your go-to breakfast? Well, well, let me finish. So they asked 2,000 Brits to describe, you know, their personality traits and the food that they ate. Mm-hmm. Okay. And if you're a lover of French toast, the chances are that you think of yourself as a party animal. Whereas mm-hmm. those who rather just eat a banana are most likely to describe themselves as stressed out. Oh. Yeah. And, you know, people that eat a bowl of cereal are deemed most trustworthy by their friends and family. Mm. And, you know, yogurt and berries is the breakfast of choice for those who consider themselves emotional. While those well-traveled among us chose to rustle up smashed avocado on sourdough. And I don't understand this thing about avocado toast. I can't get into it. That's something I, I, I just can't get into it. So, yeah, so that's that's basically what we had going on at the mirror. You know, they talked yeah. to some Brits okay. about all that. And so, you know, I saw you uh, I saw you eating that peanut butter and I was like, oh, my. <laughs> I like that. Just by chance. So, so uh, guys. Well, uh, I didn't get, someone yes. decided to go get donuts for breakfast and I did not particularly want it. So I didn't get donuts. Or no. I didn't, I didn't want donuts. So I had peanut butter and apples. Okay. Okay. I hear you. Well, guys, uh, we are going to take a quick break and we will uh, get on, learn something and, and go from there. Right, Carrie? Yep. You're on board flight 785. <laughs> Hey guys, fall is here in Southeast Texas and the temperatures are getting a little bit cooler. And you know what? Winter is right around the corner. So guys, what y'all should do is jump on gentlemansdrivingclub.com and check out the gear they got. They got a nice GDC long sleeve tee. It's got the big old GDC crest in the front and they got some nice black hoodies. So guys, definitely go check them out. They are a sponsor of the Flight 785 podcast. And a nice hoodie will be a great addition to your wardrobe. And I'm going to hook you up with a discount code. Use code FLIGHT785 and you get 15% off. You know, that's just our way of giving back. So uh, check it out, guys. Be a part of the flight crew and support the Gentleman's Driving Club. Gentleman's Driving Club, what drives you? Me gusta eso. Welcome back to Learn Something. We are going to discuss happiness today. I thought this was going to be, this is relevant for 2020 and the stress of the election not being decided, the stress of the holidays coming up, and I feel like it's like one big collision course. Okay. So we're going to define what happiness is and give some tips and suggestions and we're just going to kind of discuss happiness okay so happy people tend to view the world as safer and feel more confident they also tend to be more decisive cooperative and tolerant these positive outlooks on life tend to enhance our social connections okay when 
our moods are more somber or dark, we tend to think more doubtful and critical. Okay. Psychologists have studied that people whom are happier tend to earn more money. Okay. The logic behind happiness is the feel-good, do-good phenomenon. I know um, when I help others, it makes me feel better. It makes me happy, at least for me. Um, what what do you find makes you feel happier? What do I find that makes yes. me feel happier? What is your happy place? Like, what makes you feel happy? Oh, you want and to not, know my happy place? Not, not like, not, um, uh, not the pleasure happiness. <laughs> Please continue. Just torturing people is your happy place? No, I don't know. <laughs> What what makes you happy? Like what what warms your heart and makes you smile for a um, brief second? Smile for a brief second. Yes. Well, I you know basically if I see anyone fall down, I really like that. That really gives me joy. You're horrible. Yeah, yeah. Diplomatic immunity. I, I regret. It, it I really regret, gives me joy. I regret asking you. This yeah, question. watching. You know, I YouTube it all the time. People falling. It's it's great entertainment. I highly suggest it. Yes. I regret asking the question. I don't know totally. why. I don't know why. Okay. So an article in Positive Psychology reminded me that happiness is not usually a personality trait. It is usually a feeling that comes and goes and is changeable. Okay. Um, I believe everyone has their own definition for happiness and what role it plays in their lives. All right. Yours is a little warped, but whatever for some individuals they make make happiness more complicated than others like you right right and, and that is okay okay we'll accept your happy place okay all right um so how would you define happiness how would i define happiness that yes. feeling you get when you know people are walking in the snow and then they fall down no. into a snow drift that that is that is good stuff uh, I really like that. I really like people falling. It's I don't know why. Well, I I believe it is very difficult yes. to define or pinpoint happiness because it is a feeling, as you said, right, and it differs in levels of experience and emotions as you voice. Okay, so yours is one extreme and mine is the other, right? Um, and then uh, <clears throat> in each person, or even sometimes, it varies from day to day, right? Right. Um, when we lived in Hawaii, um, when I was going to school studying psychology, yes. we actually had to go attend a happiness university. Oh, yes. Happiness <laughs> do you university. you remember that? I, Yes. Yes, I do. So I went to a happiness university, I think, for about three classes. And the classes uh, taught core techniques on where to look for positive emotions yes. to lead to your happiness. Core techniques. <laughs> Yes. yes, please continue. I think they're speaking of core mind techniques, oh, not okay. core belly techniques or core, you know. No, I don't know, but please continue. <laughs> Your face. Please continue. His eyebrows yeah. just rose. Don't push any buttons. You're always, listen, you're always trying to make this podcast something that it's not supposed to be. So I wanted to also explain to you yes. that... About the whole decorating for Christmas yes. before Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. Okay. 
I believe that because of the stress of COVID, because of the stress of the election, because of the stress that's going on, yes, I believe that more and more people are wanting to just get over with Halloween and start decorating for Christmas because Christmas correlates to Merry Christmas. Merry correlates to happiness. Okay. And so they want to bring that merriment into their home. So if they if you want to decorate your home before Thanksgiving, yes, feel free. If that's what brings joy to your heart and that's what brings you happiness, do so. Cause uh-huh. I mean, life is short, and if we have good Christmas decorations, let's get them out there. Let's look yes. at them. I I believe it's okay. I used to have uh, reservations about moving ahead before Thanksgiving, right? But at a time like this, if this is what brings people joy and it brings them comfort, right. they need to do it. Go yes. ahead. Okay. Who knows? Everybody make bring, leave up their Christmas stuff for tw- the whole 2021 so that happiness and joy spread throughout the year. You Ain't never know. Time for that. I'm going to tell you right now, <laughs> if I see anybody's Christmas stuff up after January 1st, I'm calling the HOA. Yeah, I'm calling the HOA. Yeah, I'm going to be that guy. But One libel. I'm calling the HOA. Well, actually, it's January 15th. I'm calling the HOA on January 1st. <laughs> okay. Right. So I just want to make it clear. Let's not confuse Ridiculous. pleasure with happiness. Pleasure is a more physical happiness. Oh, and really? Happiness, as I said, was a feeling that usually lasts a little longer than pleasure. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. And I just want to, and another fun fact about happiness yes. is in most languages, the word happy means lucky. Okay. So people think that happiness, people are in the mindset that um, being happy is lucky. Right. Something that just randomly happens to someone. Right. But that's not true. You can look for your own happiness. You can look for your own joy throughout the days. It's not just, you, you shouldn't be happy just because it you're lucky. Right. You know what? You know what? You're you're right. You're exactly right. I can I can think of a... A time that I was happy. I was. It, it turned out I was. I was a little scared for a second, though. Okay. Because I. It was. I was. It was a long time ago. I was in the courthouse square, as a matter of fact, and I was being chased by a gentleman by the name of Biff Tannen, and he was in his convertible, and he was chasing just, me. No, I let no, me tell my no. truth, please. Just, just when let I me tell my truth. That you were going to be serious. Let me tell my truth. We, we this all is ridiculous. You were going to give us some in-depth I, this information, is and now you're goofing around. No, no. Biff Tannen was chasing me. Okay, in his convertible, he ended up crashing into a manure truck. Okay, and the manure flew all over his car, and it went in his mouth, and he said. I hate manure, and I was very happy during that time. They made a movie about it. I can't remember what it was called. Okay, but I, please continue. I think we need to sit back and look at your happiness <laughs> levels. Anyway, so... Uh, You're a little gonna, skewed. Yeah, anyway. So I just want to explain what yes. I believe happiness is something that we need to research, think about, study, and reflect on what... Um, makes us happy in our hearts oh good and, not, so that, and it shouldn't be feeding off of others dis displeasures or unlucky well if that's what makes me happy <laughs> you're on board flight 785 all right outstanding outstanding the more you know guys the more you know all right it's time to roll into abby is not right this is where I pull a story from a dear Abby 
and we dissect it real quick and we give our takes on it. So uh, I'm very excited. You know, I'm getting a lot of positive feedback regarding this segment. So, uh, so here we go. Dear Abby, have you ever heard the saying, a daughter is a daughter all of her life, but a son is a son till he takes a wife? You ever heard that saying before, Carrie? I have not. I have not. Okay. But I so, understand it. Okay. So here's the issue. She says, our son and his family have never spent a single Christmas Eve or Christmas Day with us during the entire 17 years they have been married. A Thanksgiving with them is very rare. They live an hour away. We and his in-laws live in the same small town, but they spend every holiday at the in-laws. Their children have no memories of us on the holidays. When I talked about it you know, with our friends, they said they have the same problem. All of their sons go to their daughter-in-law's parents, too. With the holidays coming up, I hope you may have something to say about this. When we spoke to our son about it, it just caused bad feelings. So now it's time to hear what Abby has to say. Okay, Abby says, my heart goes out to you and the other parents who experience this. However, there's nothing I can do to change the behavior of adult children, as regrettable as it may be. The best advice I can offer you and your friends is to spend the holiday doing things that you enjoy. Take a trip, gather with these friends and celebrate. It would be a lot healthier than sitting around brooding about something none of you can control. P.S. It's regrettable that although you live in the same community as the in-laws, you have not been asked to join them for a holiday meal at their table. After all, marriage is supposed to unite families, not divide them. So that's what Abby had to say. So, Carrie, if you were Abby, what would you say? Well, luckily, my daughter-in-law is excellent, and she splits every other year, so... Yeah, yes, but we're not talking but about your daughter. I would suggest yes. to this mother is since it's rocking the boat between her son and his wife, um, maybe do what, what do you mean the son and no, there's there's no boat being rocked. Um, you know, the son she is said, going over no, there's no boat being rocked. The but son when it was is, mentioned Yes. It it was mentioned and it Oh, created, caused bad feelings. Yes, okay. I, I follow you now. Yes, Go ahead. So uh-huh. the boat is being rocked a little in their marriage or caused bad feelings. Right. So maybe what she could do is at least um, do Christmas the weekend before or the day before they leave to the other. You parents. mean Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving, Christmas, whatever right. holiday. Right. So the the children can experience that side of the family's holidays and their traditions. And then in hopes that because they have so much fun at these pre or post Thanksgiving's Christmases, right. that maybe they will actually come to the on holiday event in the future. Really? Really? Yes. So you but think it's been 17 years. I doubt if it'll change. You know what? I think I know why that the son probably goes over to his wife's family instead of their family. Why? Because more than likely, probably at his parents' house, they probably had macaroni and cheese and they probably put raisins in the macaroni and cheese. <laughs> oh, hey! Oh, no. You're probably right. You know, that's probably the reason why. Honestly, it's probably just because they live in the same town and they always see them all the time, so they don't. No, they don't. But no, they don't live in the same town. I thought she said. No, no, no. The, the, the son and the wife, they live in a different town. With the no. No, wife's li- parents? No, no. No, no they oh. live in a different town, an hour away, where both in-laws live in the same town. 
So every time they come from an oh, hour away, they go I over see. to the daughter's okay. house. So they they should be splitting the days. This is what I would do. Okay, I would sit my son down and I would tell him, "Listen, guy, you're gonna come spend Thanksgiving bird with us." Yeah. Okay. And if there's a problem with your wife, you know, having an issue, mm-hmm. then you need to get your own apartment. Okay. Well, that's that's what I was gonna say. I, I think that that in that case, they need to say. They're doing lunch. We're doing dinner. Right. And that's that. Right, right. And if they still decline, then there's other issues going on. There's other issues. That marriage might not last. The marriage might not not last. If they're not compromised. Well, they've been together for 17 years. But anyway, guys. you never know. So what I would do, that's what I would do. I would do. I would absolutely do that. So, guys, that is what we have. same page. That's what we have for Abby is not right, guys. And hey subscribe to the show you know we are here every week for you you know giving you high quality restaurant quality entertainment so this is flight 785 and let me tell you all something one week people hate me the next week people love me both weeks i got paid this is flight 785 we will see y'all next week we love y'all you're on board flight 785 the sportos, motorheads, geeks, sluts, bloods, wastoids, dweebies, dickheads. They all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude.